Welcome to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. Each week, you'll hear testimonies that turned failures into hope, despair into inspiration, and darkness into light, as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to overcome obstacles that can detour our Christian walk. Galatians 6.2 tells us to carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now here's your host, the Gospel Girl, Tammy Becker. Well, hello everyone. This is Tammy Becker, your host. And I just like to welcome you to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast today. And for those regular listeners, I am finally home to the state of Montana after five long months in Arizona. I'm very, very thankful about that. It has been a long summer and very, very hot down in the valley. And I'm very thankful that by the time I got up here, it's very cool. So <laughs> thankful to be home, um, which led me to God speaking to me all the way home. And why I named the podcast today, Notice the Miracles, because I experienced several miracles on the way home of, God, of circumstances that God saved me from. I want to share them with you and remind you kind of in a continuation from last week about when God does speak to us every day and God does notice us do, you know, are we noticing him? So I'm so glad to be home and in my little closet where I like to be when I'm recording for you. And yes, so very, very excited to be doing this podcast from my very own home today. So welcome for those of you, if you're a new listener, thanks for being here. So what we're going to talk about, like I said, is notice the miracles. So every single day we have miracles all around us and God provides them just in things of nature. If you look at nature, you know, death and rebirth or planting a seed and growing a plant, the sun going down and the sun coming up, just all around us is God's creations that show us that miracles exist today. And you know, God just breathed, just like he did his word, his word, the Bible, you know, he breathed all of this into existence. So if you don't think that God takes care of you on a daily basis by the minute every single day, you're wrong, my friends, because he does. I am here to tell you and remind you that God is with you always. And we do not need to fear our lives because no matter what, when our number's done, when our work is done on earth, when God says our race has been ran, he's going to take us home. We don't know how we're going to go home, when we're going to go home. 
It could be the virus. We don't know. It could be a car accident. It could be old age, something relating to health. We don't know how we're going to go, just like we don't know when Jesus is going to come. But when our number is done, when our race is ran, we will go home to be with our Lord in heaven for eternity. So I hope that you're ready for that. I hope that you know Jesus as your personal Savior. Because friends, I will say the prayer with you and help you to find Jesus and get him in your heart. So what I want to talk to you about is re is kind of giving you those affirmations to show you that God walks with you in a daily manner that you might not be noticing. The things I'm probably going to, some of the things I'm going to probably be saying, I'll be obvious to some of you and maybe some of you will be just like, oh, I don't know. Depends on your walk with the Lord. If you're a newcomer, you might say coincidence. I say nothing happens by coincidence. God has his hand in everything. And he saves us more times than we even know. Just like picture a forest and they say, there's so many eyes in a forest that sees us. And then every once in a while, we might see the eyes of an animal. But for every eyes of the animal, probably there's 30 to 50 animals that have seen us for every one animal that we see. So for every instance or circumstance that God saves us or delivers us from, there's probably multitudes and multitudes of other things that he's saving us from that we don't even know because that's how things go. So I want to begin with my trip home from Arizona to Montana because the Lord saved me at least, uh, well, as we get going in the story, I think it's three or four times that was very, very noticeable to me that I recognized right away. Uh, one, yeah, one, I'm just going to leave it right in your plate for you to discern and pray about with the Lord because he also gave me a dream about it. And the Lord says, when I give you a dream or when I give you a vision, it's not for you to interpret. It's for you to share it and leave it there, leave it on the plate. And he says, I'll do the work and put it where I need to put it and use it where I need to put it. So when we get to that part of the story, I'm going to just leave it there and let God do his work because it's not for me to discern it. So to begin with, you know, the story of me coming home, you know, I have, have this little 19 foot travel trailer that had to be hooked up and brought back with my forerunner. Now I experienced uh, seizures again when I was down in Arizona. So we had to switch my medicine. I was not allowed to drive for three months. So in the interim of that, we had to get some arrangements made and I had to finish up what I was doing with my parents and then, you know, get plane ticket and in between what my husband's schedule when we could find a place that would allow him to fly out and actually literally drive me home out of his work schedule because it was going to take several days. So when we got that all accomplished and he made it out, 
And I had explained to him that on the way down, the trailer did this little wibble wobble thing that felt like it was going to tip me over and it swung me from the left side of the road to the right side of the road to the left side, back and forth, back and forth and scared me to death and just caused me to go extra slow in the slow lane, sometimes with my hazard lights on all the way down to Arizona. So when I got the seizures and then I left the Prescott area, the northern part of Arizona, down to the southern part of Arizona, my daughter drove my trailer down for me. She experienced the same thing. So didn't really know what all that was going on. So he checked out all the hitch thing, you know, the hitch things and tightened everything up and bolts and all of this kind of thing, hoping that was what everything was. Now, mind you, in Arizona, it was been like 115 degrees all summer long. So the things that had been put in the trailer were definitely just put in the trailer. I didn't have anywhere to plug it into a 30 amp service to put the air conditioning on to actually go through and kind of move things around evenly, probably in a better position that they should have been in. Because it was a hot box, which probably was 150, 160 degrees inside the trailer. So after we hooked up and everything, you know, and we hit the road, we were probably 45 minutes from where we left. And we were on what's called the 202 Loop East in the Phoenix Valley area. And it, it is a, a freeway, but it takes you on the outside of the city. And that trailer semi was on the left of us and on the right, we were on the very end right side lane. And so on the right of us was cement pillars. So we had the semi 18 wheeler on the left and the cement pillars on the right. And that trailer went crazy. I am telling you, my heart was pounding. I was praying to the Lord. That trailer went way over, almost to the cement, way over in the, the semis lane. And it went back and forth. Probably, I don't know if I'm exaggerating. I might maybe not even have, I'm saying maybe 15 times. Maybe that's an exaggeration. Maybe it was more. Maybe it was less. I don't know because in the moment of it all, it seemed like an eternity. And I'm just frantic. You know, it was terrifying because it felt like it was swinging us from lane to lane. And it felt like the trailer was going like on when it would go over to the right, like it was on the right wheels tip with the trailer up with no left wheels on the lane. And then when it would go back over to the other side, it felt like the trailer was tipped up. And it did that over and over and over. And I was just praying and my husband did a fantastic job of keeping us cool, keeping it on the road, and doing what he knew you're supposed to do in that situation, and just riding it out, riding the storm out. That's all we could do, right? We just had to ride the storm out. There was nothing we could do. There's no time for panic. There's just time for him to do the right thing. And I prayed, God saved us from a major accident that day. The semi backed off 
Everybody gave us our space on the freeway. You know, this was a busy time of the morning. Yeah, that could have been really bad, not only for us, for other people, other people's lives on the freeway, not just us. We don't know what that could have caused. We could have lost our life. Other people could have lost their life. But God chose to keep us safe. God chose to keep us going and spared us our life. Now, me being a Christian and knowing that I have purpose on this earth, I was like, not thank you, Lord, for keeping me safe and this and that. I was like, thank you, Lord. I understand. I still have a race to run. I still have purpose. I still need to share the gospel. I still need to bring people to Jesus. You still want your children. There's still children out there that are on the fence. There are still children that have backslidden that need to come back to you because the time is drawing near. I understand this. I'm still in the race. You're sparing me because my job here on earth is not done. Make no mistake, I was thankful that he spared us any part of that accident and everyone else and any of the repercussions and hospitalizations or death or anything that that could have caused. But I also recognize that the Lord has control of taking me when he wants to and that when I do not get taken, just like he didn't take me in the coma, it's because my race is not finished. So, we went on. It gets into the next day of the story. We make it on into Vegas. I had a doctor appointment for my scoliosis. And then we make it, a. we're getting close to a couple hours after that. And I was already tired and just wanted to actually get a hotel and just, veg out for a little bit something was prompting me you know when you get those little urges prompting you like yeah just stop rest and my husband was okay with it I mean that first day of traveling was yeah with that trailer was woo, you know and then that that evening by the way we did move stuff around change the weight in the trailer and then added some water in the tank which did make the second day of travel much better and the trailer didn't shake all over. But some was telling us to stop for the evening, so we did. Well, the next morning we got on the road very, very early. And on the path, what we call the gorge, the Virgin River Gorge, going between Nevada, then you kind of hit a little bit of Arizona, and then then you go into Utah, there was a two-car crash right in the lanes that we would have been on the day before. And it was bad. Apparently, traffic lined up all the day before. The cars were completely burned. They were still working on getting the crash scene uh, there might have been a fatality, which is why, you know, it takes so long to get it cleared up. I don't know all the details of it. I didn't look it up. All I know 
is that God saved us from being tied up either in that accident, tied up in traffic, just sitting around doing nothing, or whatever may be. We were saved from that whole scene. And that was another thankful moment on the trip. So then we keep keep on going. Uh, we stay another night. Um, can't remember offhand where we stayed. But we stayed another night. Oh, actually, before we stayed the night, oh, yeah, we got here. Here's another thing. So we were driving through the state of Idaho. <laughs> and a truck, like a little truck with a flatbed on it, and it had these three huge square bales of hay. Now, I'm not talking the little bales. These big square bales that they have up north are about, would one bale would fill the back of a truck bed to give you an example so he had it was a little flatbed truck so he had three of them sitting on there you know two on the bottom kind of overhanging the edge of the flatbed and one on top kind of just hanging there now we're on a major freeway the 15 and this truck gets out and passes us and I'm looking at those hay bales and I'm like wow it doesn't even look like they're tied on that truck. And then he swings over into the left lane around us and not even, he doesn't even get 50 feet in front of us, I believe, maybe 100 feet in front of us. Those three bales drop all the way across the lanes of the road, the entire road. My husband had to swerve to miss that big bell with the trailer again. Thank goodness we got the trailer situated because it didn't do that whole back and forth thing. But again, God provided my husband the ability to calmly maneuver out of the way of those that just dropped right in front of us and safely get out of that accident. Because if that would have dropped, you know, two feet in front of us, it would have hit us. And I don't know what, what would have happened. I mean, the guy just passed us. But again, here I'm showing you, God gave us another miracle. Notice the miracles happening here. Now, I know these are easy miracles to notice. Or maybe, again, people think these are coincidences. I don't. Again, I'm thankful. I'm like, Lord, boy, you are you are giving me a lesson. Little did I know at the time he was going to continue to prompt me to bring this podcast forward because he's telling me people are forgetting to notice that he's around and speaking to us daily. These are ways that he speaks to us. Hey, I'm here. Look, I'm saving you. Look, I spared you from this. Look. Look, look at me, look at me, acknowledge me, have a relationship with me. I'm here. I should be living within your heart. Do you feel me? Do you notice me? Are you speaking with me? Are you having a relationship with me? These are things he longs for. So he speaks to us all day long. Are you noticing? Are you noticing those things? So it's not over, friends, yet. Haven't made it home. So we stop, oh, we were in Montana at this point. We stopped this 
place called Dillon, Montana. We go ahead, we just get another hotel room because the trailer, again, is just packed full of stuff coming home. And the next morning, get on the road early again, and there's a little stretch of single, you know, it's two-lane highway, single-lane highway. There's nothing in the middle to divide anything, and there's no easements on the side. So it is basically a skinny little narrow highway. You are just not going to believe this. But so we're going around a corner of this little narrow road, kind of curving. It's curving to, it's going to be curving to the left. So there is a guardrail on the left side of us because it's kind of on a berm. So up ahead with no pilot car comes two semis with each holding and transporting a half of a mobile home. Now these are oversized that take up their, they take up about half of the other side of our road like they take up literally half of our lane now let me remind you our lane is our lane that's all we got there's no easement on the side of the lane so they're halfway in our lane we're coming head to head on this corner we have nowhere to go there's the the, the guard on the side with the berm nothing there's just nowhere to go there is nowhere to go, and there was no pilot car to warn us that these were coming. So it was, there was two of them. Now, here's the kicker. They were in our, they were coming for us. They were, that mobile home was hanging over halfway in our lane. We were in our lane, and we, we, we didn't, I mean, we had nowhere to go. So we're just look, both looking at it. Neither one of us are saying anything. I'm basically just looking at it like, wow, 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 I think is what I was saying. And all I can tell you, friends, is it was like God ghosted us. It was like we became like an invisible shield or an invisible it was just like God took us right through those two it was like we became like we would like we were transparent like he just took us right through those two mobile homes and then we were on the other side and they were on their way and we were on our way because Trust me, I, when we were on the other side, I'm like, what just happened? And my husband's was like, I don't know. I said, I think God ghosted us. And he's like, I don't know what happened. I don't know how we're here. I said, I don't either. I think God ghosted us. He made us transparent or either he picked us up and put us on the other side of those. So I can't even tell you what happened in those few seconds. But. We, we definitely ended up on the other side of those vehicles. Now, our God's a spiritual God. Our God breathed this world into existence. Our God can do that. That is a miracle. 
believe it or not, but you should believe it because I am telling you, we had nowhere to go and we were on the other side of those two big semis that were halfway in our lane. And we're both just like, wow. And I mean, I'm calling it ghosted. So here's the dream for the finale. God gives us dreams and visions to share, like I said at the beginning of this podcast. And he also tells us it's, he's not always going to give us the reason or the discernment of what happens. We are just to share the vision or the dream as he gives it to us. And he will discern it or let it happen to those, you know, explain to those people that it's supposed to explain to Here's my dream. Same thing. The trailer. I actually saw the trailer. This time it was going through buildings, though. It wasn't those semis, but God was giving me a picture of, I'm trying to tell people about Jesus. I'm trying to show them, and I'm I'm driving the trailer. You know, the, the me and John are driving the truck and trailer and we're showing them look look he's ghosting us it's it's look what the lord can do and and he's driving us through these buildings i mean literally i'm driving through the buildings transparent trying to explain to them look at this look at this and no one's paying attention they're just it's coming on deaf ears no matter what i say about the lord no matter what i try to like, wow, this is a huge miracle. Look what he did. Look what he saved us. And it just falls on deaf ears. Like nobody is paying attention to what the Lord is trying to say. The Lord is trying to grab you. The Lord is trying to get a hold of his people because like the time is drawing near. He wants to save his people. So friends, take it. Ask God to discern that vision for you. But friends, the time is drawing near. The Lord wants us all in a close relationship with him. He wants you in your purpose. And that purpose is to be like Jesus. And that purpose is to share the gospel, to share his word, to share his love all our brothers and sisters to make sure that we all make it to heaven. Okay, friends, this is so important. So, so important. And I always say, get a hold of me, say the prayer, but I'm going to do it right here. If you have not accepted Jesus in your heart, I'm going to just ask you to pray with me right now. Just, just say after me, dear Heavenly Father, I want to know Jesus. I ask for Jesus to come into my heart. I know that Jesus died on the cross to forgive my sins. And I ask forgiveness of those sins right now. I ask Jesus to come into my heart 
And Father, bring the Holy Spirit into my heart so that I can be renewed and I can walk in the path of righteousness with you and share the good news, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, please send me an email Y-O-U, the number seven, ministries at gmail.com. I have some free guidance information stuff that I can send you to help you if you're a new Christian on your walk. I don't want to leave you alone. Get with somebody. Get Tell them that you accepted Jesus and that you are ready to be filled. You'll need to get with Christians. You need to get filled up. You need to find a church or find something online or find other friends. But don't just try to go it alone. But get a hold of me. I will help you. I promise you I will help you. So friends, I really hope that you consider and notice the miracles in your life. And notice the things that God saves you from on a daily basis. And... All the circumstances that are brought forth maybe on a daily life, you know, during your daily life, your daily day, that to, so that you can hear God because he, he talks to you through circumstances. And he'll test you through circumstances because God is holy and he often uses these circumstances to get our attention. But he'll also confirm, usually in other ways. So folks, I hope that you go out this week and you just enjoy life. You'll take it in. Yeah, thank God every day and you remember that he is walking with you in everything because he made everything. Just notice everything in the earth that he's done. And remember, he's with us. So until next week, God bless you. Have a blessed week. I'll see you next time. This is Tammy Becker. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another weekly episode of the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. If you have a testimony you would like to share with us, please contact us through our website at youministries.com. That's Y-O-U-Ministries.com. Until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace.